Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to another Messy Mom Bun Monday. It's me, Courtney, live in my living room, as always, coming at you with the 10 most awkward questions that your kids are going to ask you that you may not have been prepared for as a parent. So, we're going to go ahead and get that going right after I say, how are you? How's everybody doing? I know kids just went back to school. I've got a really awesome mom that I'm interviewing next week. It's going to be a part two of how her kids have uh, decided to, well, how she's actually decided to homeschool her kids and take a step back from work. So stay tuned, Miss Tabitha Champagne. We are so excited to have her back on the show. Um, if you would like to get your story across and you would like to jump in on all of the fun on Messy Mom Bun Monday, go ahead and send me an email at MessyMomBunMonday at gmail.com and I'll be more than happy to get back to you and we can get your story out there and told. Without further ado, here are the top 10 questions that parents were not prepared to answer. Question one is where do babies come from and uh is there even a legit answer to that question? That's not awkward. I mean, quite literally, uh, I just, I don't know. It's one of those things where they ask at such a young age, especially if you're like a mom of multiples where your kid's like seven or eight and you're like having another baby, or even if they're like four or five and you're having another baby, they're like, oh, baby's in mommy's tummy. Like, how do you explain how that baby comes back into the earth? You know what I mean? So I would love your guys' input on how you explain, uh, you know, I mean, I think that goes right in question with like, how are babies made and where do they, they say, where do they come from? Do you give them the birth? birds and the bees talk or do you just like kind of be like oh they come out of your butt like I don't know I've heard all kinds of weird things they come out of your belly button and they or the stork brings them like what what's your go-to answer and when I I have a question to add on to that when is it appropriate to give them the full answer um I'm not saying you have to go into the details but like you know kind of nudge them in the right direction of like you know you're a little bit older now and I'm willing to talk to you about it or some of you parents just super open you know kind of like my husband and I are and are just like you know when they ask we'll totally be honest with them that way that they know let me know I would love to know that um let's see another one why do Grammy and Mima believe in God but you don't oh that is a tough one how do you talk to your eight-year-old about God especially if you are not a religious person because I want to I'll say this lightly I will say seven out of ten people do believe in God whether it be you know Christianity LDS uh Lutheran, Baptist, all the kinds of different churches and religions out there. They're, they believe in a God. So what do you tell your kid when your, you know, grandmother and or your friends or your kids' friends start talking about God? Funny story, back when I was nannying, I actually had um, these cute little girls that I was watching and one of them had said, you know, where where is grandma going you know is she going to heaven and I didn't know the stance on the parents I knew they were Catholic but I'm not Catholic I don't know anything about the Catholic religion honestly so I simply said you know I think that is a great question for your mom and dad so I wonder how they answered that I should ask Michelle and Scott see how they actually went about that but I do know that they were very appreciative that I didn't try to put my own beliefs onto their children because religion is such a 
a personal thing per family. So that's my own personal advice. If you have a kid who isn't yours, don't push your views on them politely, you know, steer them into their parents' direction because you never know. You never know. Another question, why is there a string here? (laughs) There's literally a picture of these kids with like a tampons everywhere and one of them's got the string like in their mouth. That's so gross. (laughs) Obviously they're not used, but that's kind of funny. So when do you talk to your kids about periods, I guess, uh, or what the, what the tampons are used for? That's a really great question. I don't know. I don't know when I would, I don't have a daughter, so I don't, I don't really know. But uh, I'm sure my son will start asking questions when he's like old enough to have a girlfriend. Your mom is nicer than my mom. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, why is your mom nicer than my mom? Oh, man. Okay. Well, that can be, that can be a little weird only because, you know, when you're a kid and you go to your friend's house, you're not getting disciplined like you would be at your own house. So I think that's a pretty simple, dimple question for any parent out there, which is just like, you know, your mom's not meaner. You know, you just have stricter rules over there because you're her kid, you know, kind of thing. So that's, that's such a funny question. Is Santa real? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a super, why didn't you tell me Santa was real, says six-year-old Emma. Oh, man, and to find out at six, that's so rough. I know that my little sister, Jaden, she didn't actually find out. Actually, I don't think she knows that Santa's not real. I know she knows the Easter Bunny isn't real, but I'm pretty sure that, like, when kids try to tell her, because, you know, she's she's going into sixth grade, and she still thinks that Santa Claus is real. And my my uh, mom and my other dad has have told me strictly, like, do not tell her that Santa Claus is not real. So I guess a good piggyback question is, uh, when do you tell your kids that Santa isn't real? Because a lot of times when kids are that young, like six, I know if my son told me, oh, well, everybody's telling me that Santa Claus isn't real. I personally would probably be like, oh, well, that's just because they don't believe in the magic of Christmas. You know, it's all about the magic of Christmas, things like that. And try to like steer him on the, you know, like Santa Claus is real, you know, but not all kids understand the magic of Christmas kind of thing. But I mean, if my son was 12 and was told, oh, Santa's not real, and it bursted his bubble, like, I'd probably bring him down slowly and be like, listen, so Santa's not real, but, you know, you are such a great kid that we wanted to keep that going, and it's a tradition that, you know, you should totally carry on with your kids if you think that's totally um, doable, and it's something in your wheelhouse that you believe in, because I actually know quite a few couples who don't believe they should ever let their kids believe in Santa because it resembles the devil. So, like, red suit, and he, like, sneaks into your house at night and, like, leaves you gifts. I don't know. It's kind of like my friend Riley um, has very clearly stated that he will never allow his children to um, think that Santa Claus is real. Which, on that note, with the holidays coming up, if your kids do think Santa Claus is real, do not tell them that Santa Claus bought them their new iPhone or their new iPad or their AirPods because it's just going to make the other kids at school feel bad. You know, it's going to make other people feel bad. Like, oh, well, how come I wasn't good enough to get an iPad? Take the credit, parents. If you're buying them a big-ass gift, like an iPad or an iPhone or however you want to put it, or a new fucking video game, take the credit. If you're going to fill up their stockings with candy and stuff, that's great. If you're going to give them, like, Hot Wheels and shit, great. But, like, electronics, it's kind of... 
tough because there's a lot of kids out there who really do believe in Santa Claus and do believe that they, you know, were so good. And when they get that new pair of shoes, that was like what they've been wanting all year. And like, sure, they wanted an iPad, but they know that's never going to happen. But then they hear that the kid down the street got a new iPad because they were good and Santa Claus brought it to them. So, you know, I will just say this, take the credit parents let's see oh this is kind of an intense one it says do kids die that is a very that's a very weird question for a kid to ask it's saying that a four-year-old child had a real concern over like discussing a child's death with their counselor um and they see death, like preschoolers apparently um, in psychologist studies show that preschool children mostly see death as a temporary or reversible and impersonal thing. So that's a tough one. Oh, here's a good one. So six. Uh, this is the sixth question. So why aren't you guys married yet? Oh, my Lanta, that's great. I love that. You know, kids are so intuitive. They're kind of like you know, they're just kind of like so curious and all they want to do is like constantly learn like, why, 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 like kind of thing, <laughs> you know, how come? And so, you know, when they ask that, like, well, why aren't you guys married? Uh, I guess I've never had to deal with that. My husband and I were married whenever we got um, the big fat positive, the POF, so, or POP, B-O-P, sorry, um, so we've never really thought of having to answer that question, but I would love to know your input. I could only imagine that it could be like, you know, just because mommy and daddy aren't married doesn't mean that we don't love each other, you know, kind of thing, so, um, yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like that's how I would answer that question, and, um, so, oh, here's a sad question. So seven, is my daddy going to come and pick me up? So this was from a four-year-old whose father had died eight months prior. Oh, that's kind of sad. So it says the conception of separation or events that lead to separation, such as divorce or death, are concepts children struggle with. Yeah, I can absolutely 100% agree with that. I know that when I was a kid, um, you know, going back and forth between houses because my parents were divorced, it was very hard for me to understand that I had, now I had two moms and two dads and um, luckily and thankfully, I never ever had to experience the loss of a parent at a young age. I still have all of my parents, which is such a blessing. So let me know how you guys would have answered that. This one says, the stink makes all kids laugh in public. What stinks, mom? Did you fart? Question mark. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. <laughs> I literally would totally own up to that for real. I would be like, yep, I did. <laughs> That's so funny. Which, mind you, sorry about the like kind of raspy, weird laugh that I've got going on. I am recovering from all of this crazy smoke that has been going on in the air. So, no, I'm not sick. I've just had a lot of phlegm buildup because of how much smoke and road construction there is. Um, it says, <laughs> question number nine, does everybody's skin start to fall off like yours when they get old? <laughs> oh man, kids are funny. I feel like I'd be like, I don't know. I feel like I'd have a little fun with that question and be like, yep, it starts falling off. Like it just melts right off your face. No, I wouldn't do that. I, um, 
I would probably let them know like, oh no, you know, these are wrinkles. All old people get wrinkles, like kind of fun. It's from like laughing and adventures and, you know, I guess if your kids were older, you could try to describe to them what the elasticity in skin is and that skin is the biggest organ and that, you know, it stretches and things like that. But when a little six-year-old asks you, I don't really know what kind of logic you can tell a child other than, yeah, everybody's skin sags. <laughs> um, this is the last question. It says, just ignore this question altogether. Um, Heather K, 37 from Phoenix, was in Walmart with her four-year-old when he yelled, hey, mom, is that one of those huge people spotting a large woman from oh my gosh spotting a large woman from that show you always watch oh no it says I never and then uh, the son says you never miss an episode of my 600 pound life <gasps> oh my god that's horrible <laughs> and you know what's funny the lady in the picture that like she took a picture of is not even a very big woman at all and that's just hilarious I mean he's only six so that's pretty funny. That is so funny. Well, there you have it. Those are the 10 most awkward questions that you never thought you were going to have to answer to your child. I will be doing another fun questionnaire on the first Monday of September. I am so excited. That is my birthday month. Shout out to all my Virgo queens out there. I love you all so much, and I'm so thankful that you guys continue to support my channel. And please, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear more from my fans. And I hope that you all have an amazing week. And I will see you back again on our very next Messy Mom Bun Monday.